Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We are live streaming on this Wednesday, and we are celebrating a full moon coming up. And what's really amazing is that my guest today was on sacred sites traveling during Beltan, which was the new moon, and seeding the intentions for a very powerful year. Meg Benedicte is an Ascension guide and an Ascension way shower, and she is here with us for an update. Meg, thank you for being here. It's so good to see you. Uh, thank you, Lorraine. It's great here to be here with you as well and all our listeners, and so I'm excited for this show. Thank you. Yes, we always love catching up with you because our talk today is about exiting this 3D matrix and how the 3D matrix, I'm getting chills just talking about it, <laughs> is actually bleeding out more and more. It's dissolving more and more. And um, I'd really like your take on that because I would think that the the burning of Notre Dame mm-hmm. at a sacred site, that was quite symbolic, was it? Yeah, and boy, everyone was really moved by it, too. And I'm thinking, why am I getting so upset? <laughs> but it was definitely a, a, a power moment, I would say, a, a, you know, a, a shifting moment. And for those who haven't been to Notre Dame, I was there last September in front of the cathedral is a a zero point ley line goes right up to the front of the cathedral. And so I found that to be very significant that we're in a way kind of in the refiner's fire, you know, of purification and cleansing and healing and going zero point and and really starting a fresh start is what it felt like, even though it was devastating to watch the fire. Um, it did feel like it had a bigger meaning in a sense, and it did feel like uh, not only the purification of the history of any kind of shadow uh, involved with the church, but also the Magdalene history as well. And and so there's just there's it, it felt very multi-layered. You know, it was a, a, um, even the persecution of the patriarchy. It just felt like it was starting to um, pick up speed, in a sense, to this transformation that we're all experiencing right now. Just a moment. Yes, it's, it's fascinating. So let's go a little bit deeper in this. And I want to preface this by saying that, again, you just returned from a visit to sacred sites. Tell us about that. And tell us about even the shift within your own awareness of the 3D matrix, how that has adjusted and shifted for the better. Yeah, so last year in September when I was in France, I kept getting that I needed to get over to the Chartres Cathedral, and so uh, finally got over there and, and uh, walking the, you know, the labyrinth within the cathedral, and then as I was going around the outer perimeter inside, I landed on a Magdalene ley line and everything, you know, shot up and up through the channel and then down to the channel. I was there for uh, 
at least probably 45 minutes. And it's just not only bringing in what we call the pure feminine essence, but also helping to anchor and ground in the new earth hologram. And while I was there, got a very strong message that said, you're going to need to get over to Stonehenge on Beltane on May 1st, which is just a couple weeks ago. And so I uh, planned that and invited anyone who wanted to join. We had a nice, powerful group of 30, at least 30, over 30 uh, light workers and grid workers. Some were helping remotely, some were showing up uh, personally. And so we made the, the, the trip starting in Glastonbury, going to the Chalice Well and the tour, and then also the Abbey. And then across the street from the Abbey is Mag Magdalene. Chapel and the Magdalene Ley Line runs right through that as well. And then, of course, we drove, did day trips to Avebury Circle, Stone Circle, and then Stonehenge on Beltane. So it was kind of a you know fast and furious week of going to all these places. But it, it, it I mean, it, I could spend an hour just talking about what we experienced in the in the trip. But it was really about working with the grid, clearing out any kind of you know, trauma or, or embedded shadow still held within Earth's uh, uh, grid work. And also these sacred sites, Glastonbury is the heart chakra. And and I'm here over in the United States, locked onto the lay, Mount Shasta ley line. So there's a lot of weaving going on. We're trying to bring more of that. It was palpable, the heart energy in Glastonbury. I mean, my heart was so full of love and joy. I wanted to just hug and kiss everybody and that is not quite how I am normally and so I'm like what's going on here but it's that palpable it's so strong and everyone is just smiling and so full of love and so we were just working on weaving that into the earth you know this the shasta is the root chakra so that's the key is embedding this getting this earthbound right getting it anchored in and so weaving more of that benevolent heart energy to the root chakra and then being able to tap into where the Michael Mary ley lines cross, they form a node. And so we physically got on those spots and uh, really started bringing in the, that sacred union of the masculine and feminine, really embodying that as well. And so there was a lot of this work going on, but I noticed while I was there, I, I'm I think it's probably because of my corporate training. I'm very kind of obsessively punctual, and I couldn't get myself anywhere on time. I was completely in the ethers, didn't even know what time was. You know, I, I was just like, what is happening here? This is not normal. And it, and it began to be really noticeable where I felt like I, I didn't even have – uh, definition between me and anything around me. It was in all, you know, all dimension, all time, both brains fired up and running and, and at the same time and being able to see in meditation, because once I noticed it, it was like, okay, I have to understand what's happening here. So tried to get some quiet time and then my little B&B and, you know, and just tune in and meditate. And, and that's when I was starting to see in the etheric field the time matrix was breaking apart quite substantially, just dissolving, and it, it's um, so it's literally unlocking since 2012, December 21st, 2012. That's kind of like uh, the first day of this liberation movement we're going through, getting free from the time matrix. And if that you know, if this is a new concept to people, 
is understanding that we're actually holographic beings. Our brain is, especially the right brain, is holographic. That means that everything that we envision, we project out as holograms. This is how we create our reality. Once we understand this, then you become aware that there's time loops running inside you that are actually opposing that, that are blocking your ability to access all dimensions, all, uh, all, of, uh, all of creation, and that's what we call the time matrix. It's literally like a maze running in the brain that creates these walls and barriers and obstacles that don't let us access the full capacity of both brains and all dimensions. So we've been very limited as, you know, there's lots of articles written research where what are we only using like 10% of our brain capacity. I mean, it's unbelievable. So that's why. So as we go through this whole entire process, that maze is breaking apart and it opens your brain capacity to be able to be using both brains, which is that maze was separating them, and we were pretty much living in a less brain-dominant society. So that's where we only see the physical world. We only experience the physical sensations. It's, if it, if you, you can't see it, hear it, touch it, in a sense, the brain says, oh, it doesn't exist, right? So it's eliminating the entire non-physical reality, and, and, um, and it keeps us locked in time. That left brain is it, it processes data literally keeps us locked into a sense of time space separation and linear uh, reality which is uh, not how it works it's not really how it is it's an artificial time construct we've been locked in and living that way so once this all breaks apart you're like whoa and you start to see so much more and understand so much more you can access higher dimensional consciousness and realities and potential i mean this is what kind of unlocks and opens us to the full capacity of the quantum field and that's what's happening and it's really i really noticed it two weeks the last two weeks just whoa <laughs> A fascinating, really amazing. You were truly in the flow. That is when we are outside of time and space and we are, I love how you said both of your brains were firing at once together. Yes. So here you were very present, but yet it was just blissful and joy and in the flow. Did you yes. find that magic happened when you were in that? And I think that's what happens is that all of those, all those kind of maze and gates come down. It opens up for that magic to flow in, you know, instead of it all being blocked. So what I found is everything started moving very beautifully and smoothly in synchronicity. I felt presence. I felt spiritual, angelic presence was kind of lining things up for us as we would go through the day. I, I wasn't doing that. It was just beautiful miracle moments would pop up for us as we would be kind of nudged over here, over there, and it was it was all a bigger plan. It was all quite, quite um, very magical, and especially because we were outside quite a bit, we were able to tune into the nature kingdom and, and the, you know, the fairy kingdom and, and be able to to sense and feel their presence, especially when we were at the tour and at Chalice Wells. Um, I mean, you just sit down and then you just butterfly swarming, you know, it's just like birds are dropping down next to you. And I'm like, okay, this is not usual either. So it was, it was really a harmony I felt because we weren't in that time barrier, right? So it had more of a, a harmony with nature and 
the um, devas and the you know the spirit kingdom. It was just just added such an an element of that sweetness, that magic that I don't think we get when we're living really in that analytical left brain at all. Yes, and so that's where we're going. And I love how you shared that uh, you were weaving the energy of Mount Shasta with Glastonbury. And we know that there's a big, another light worker gathering uh, later this summer with Anne Rita Melchizedek. Yes, yes. Those beings who are going to join for that. And so you've already planted that groundwork. And so for all the light workers that go to Glastonbury in that region, you are weaving the energy. And I love it. It's very, very cool. Well, we also felt guided once we all returned home was to continue to weave that heart energy into where we live in our home base, you know. And so it's kind of like overlaying the grids. You're just bringing that heart energy, heart chakra onto where you're grounding to the ley lines at your home base. And so that you never lose it, right? It's always there. Uh, uh, very active, very alive. And I also found when we get on these sacred sites that I could, I could sense and tune in and feel all oh, this amazing work, all the, all the shamans and the druids and the light workers have been doing for years at these sites. I mean, that's a lot of work. These are, you know, these are frequency generators, these stones, uh, Stonehenge and Avery, um, that were completely shut down, you know, a long time ago. They were, they were, they're literally Stargate portals. And so we're, I, I just felt like for us to kind of get there in that spot where I was able to tune into all that was before us. And then of course it's going to continue with all who come uh, as I want to go back. Well, I'd love to go back every year. <laughs> it felt like home there, Avalon. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Stand still, and you could be with all the beautiful beings who were ever there in the past. I'm sure that's what you were tapping into and feeling that. Especially there's a few of those. These stones are huge, right? They're enormous at Avery, and you can go right up to them. They aren't they aren't uh, fenced off like Stonehenge is, and so some of them, I would I would you know, you just get your port, you know, your your uh, third eye and, and heart right onto it, you know, and some felt like family. It was like, oh, what's up, home coming? Hello. You know, I'm like, I know this stone. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I have not been there yet, but I'd love to go. You would love it. I, I, want, I definitely want to go back. Well, we'll go, we'll go together. <laughs> Yes, you know, you're going to be doing these tours, so everyone stay tuned to Meg's website. Yeah, I think more coming. I don't know where yet, but once I get this integrated, yeah, I'm sure more coming. And it's funny, you are still integrating those trips. So, um, you know, it's like we're so high and so elevated from those experiences that when we come back, I actually go through maybe like a little lull of a depression. Yeah, yeah, I'm fatigued. Like it's just like, that was a lot in a short period of time, right? I was just like, whoa. And I was also, and I noticed this with a group too that we were integrating, um, kind of like a shamanic soul retrieval process, and so also integrating parts of us, aspects of us from Avalon, you know, ancient Avalon or um, uh, Glastonbury, anywhere that we kind of got on where we stepped before, you know, kind of walking the same path from, from centuries ago. And so those aspects, I, I definitely had a, a 
very strong Avalon incarnation prior to the Rome, Roman uh, invasion and the Catholic Church coming in, you know, so this is pagan, and it really kind of awakened that pagan aspect of me again, and it was, whew, it was strong while I was there, so I'm still kind of integrating some of that aspect, and then also part of the Magdalene aspect to coming in, and I noticed other people in the group were still uh, doing some healing and purification on, you know, past trauma, and then also integrating in those aspects. So who knows how long it takes, but it's a new energy that's present and you just kind of hold, you know, real focus, letting it come in, integrate in. Beautiful. We'll have fun with that. Thank you. I found it, I find it really interesting. We were chatting before we started our conversation and you brought up that there was a lot of um, memories of Joan of Arc and the, I, I would say that People listening to this, I'm one of them. I have memories of being right next to Joan of Arc in a past life and actually dying for that service. Yeah. You say that um, a lot of us who are watching this show would be there um, with that memory as well. We were there. Yes, and so you, you carry that Magdalene lineage. You carry the codes. You carry the consciousness, the memory, and and. And this is part of your blueprint, it's part of your soul mission. And so uh, those who have that are, you know, part of this big light worker group that are here to heal uh, that trauma, persecution. Joan of Arc was a, just popped in really strong the day we went to Avery uh, Stones. And, and many of us woke up with our whole neck and, you know, front and back locked, you know, in pain. I'm like, okay, something's coming up for healing. And it was, of course, being, being you know, uh, harmed, physically harmed. And so it was, it was all just kind of, you know, stuck in there. I call it the silent scream, you know, of being tortured or persecuted. It just had to move. It had to come out. And, and also I felt in the land, too, there was persecution trauma. So we kind of worked simultaneously on ourselves, on each other, and on the land so that that, that energy can be freed and transmuted. So we're, it's no longer, even in our, in our thoughts, Right, even in our reality, we don't we don't want persecution even existing here anymore. So this is a kind of a massive clearing, both personally and then in the collective as well. So this, you know they call it the rise of the divine feminine, and I think cleaning up this persecution of the Magdalene lineage is so important. Wow. So we don't really like to talk about what we see when we peek at the news because we know that. Wow, that's a big program, right? That's the matrix, the three matrix, really holding us back down. Instead, I always like to empower people to channel <clears throat> what we see as what may seem unjust to us, mm -hmm. channel that into a solution uh, for the good and for the better. Yeah, yeah so, we're here to replace it. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. And maybe within the structure, the architecture, of the old, right? So there's a there's a framework there, yeah. uh, or there's an infrastructure there. So when you look around and you see the ship, is it good news in your eyes for what you see? Um, you know, I mean, we we are starting to see it, right? Uh, I, it's such it's such a great question because as the time matrix breaks apart and starts to to dissolve. 
what have we gotten? The internet, right? So it opens up this whole new virtual reality, which I didn't have when I was growing up. And mm-hmm. but it's now we're saturated in it, right? We're we're it's everywhere. And so this is something I don't think we're trained to navigate <laughs> this virtual reality because without a linear time sequence and without the lockdown of the matrix, in a way it opens us to everything that is possible, everything that exists, but quite a bit of it is artificial. It's just, it's an illusion, it's bogus. And so there's a lot of these traps, these kind of virtual reality traps that are um, pulling people in, a lot of kind of this post-fact conspiracies pulling people in. And so I recommend, and this is kind of how I do it myself, is is when you're on the internet, you just kind of like dip your finger into it and dip your toe into that virtuality, but don't pull it into your field. You just go test it out, feel it out, see, oh, okay, this might be cool. Maybe this doesn't feel so great. And so way then you're using your own sensory body to tell you if it is a harmonic resonance to your soul frequency and purpose and mission. If not, I would avoid it. And so a lot of what we're seeing out there in the news is these kind of uh, free-flowing virtual realities that are part, uh, some are intentional, part as a a manipulation or a control mechanism, and then some are just insane. (laughs) They're just off, off the off the range, you know they're they're loopy crazy. So it's um it is it's a a new uh, a new reign of learning how to navigate a timeless reality. Okay, so that's what's happening. And okay, so just with that in mind, what we see happening in our governments and and in the religions and policies that are being uh, put out there now that are actually against women's rights and and all of this, we have to kind of understand that it's all getting fleshed to the surface. It's all getting revealed. It's all that ugly stuff is getting put out there and it's no longer able to hide and it's no longer subversive. It's just this all out there. And in a way then that allows us to go in and say, okay, we don't want that anymore. So then it kind of creates this wealth, you know, this kind of wave, this wellspring of um, uh, rejecting some of this stuff that is like harming the environment and locking kids up in cages. I mean, it's like insane. So we then must stay together and we all say, okay, this is not the world we want to live in. We're birthing a whole new world reality and that doesn't get to go into it. And actually, we're just talking about our new earth reality. It's a heart-based field. You know, it's a compassionate, um, love vibrational field. And so what we're seeing mostly in the news that is, let's say, not love vibration will not come with us into the 5D new earth. It won't be able to survive. It's not sustainable. It's kind of like in its last dying breath as it all its ugliness is just being spewed into the field. And um, I say, like you said, you can be aware of it. You can also say, uh, not for me. And you can also then really um, put your light, your love, your power into what you envision this new earth is going to be instead. And that's very powerful because with the time matrix unlocking, it's a very fertile field. Like think of it like, you know, you've got your garden ready and now you go to town, you get to 
insert your holograms, because the holographic universe, that's your power. You insert your holograms of a beautiful new earth, a loving, kind new earth. And this then is a kind of an alternate wave that's building in the collective field that is not accepting what this garbage that's getting put out there. Yep, and more and more it's just going to become a bigger wellspring of that, and yeah. it will become the norm. Yes. So to me that's very promising, although it does get really hectic out there, and I just try to yeah. stay focused and switch the bitchin' so that we're not, like, complaining yeah. about things, but we're really, like, identifying, can we do something about this? If so, then do it. If not, get off it, like you said, or or give it love. And I love it. So here's a question. It's very interesting. And I know, you know, here we do, we're in business online and more people are getting into um, social media. And what's interesting, I just want your take on this because I find it fascinating. Here we're moving into a heart-based. It must be heart-based. It's a requirement. Yeah. Right? For the heart-based. Yet there's an aspect of social media that is, to me, it just seems like, um, you know, if you get caught up in that 3D marketing of, oh, you got to make a lot of money or got to mm-hmm. be abundant or got to be prosperity, uh, prosperous, look at how many likes we have on this page or how many people look at your Instagram. Where do you think is a balance point with that where we can stay heart-centered it's almost as if we need to create new words we can mm-hmm. no longer use the word money right or no money. i mean the more you heart-centered you are mm-hmm. that is meaningless none of that matters you just i i have to kind of remind myself oh i gotta pay bills you know it's just like it's not in it's not in that reality so so it's a, so in a way we're kind of bridging, like you said, we're still running a business on the internet, and this is our income. You know, this is how we provide for ourselves and pay our bills. But it is, um, I would say, evolving beyond these kind of established 3D marketing systems or programs that, and I spent a lot of money on how to create an internet business and and so I have you know lots of all this recommendation for marketing that doesn't resonate at all from the 5D and higher heart center so it was like okay I know I should do this like social media though I can't get myself to do it so I just have to trust that I'm repelled by all of that old way of operating and thinking and just follow where my soul takes me so I I I love social media. I I have met amazing people on social media, and so I use it in that way, kind of like a a community, um, uh, a central point that we can all meet at, and we can share ideas, and can support each other, and love each other. And 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 so I do have a private page, and I also have a business page uh, on Facebook. And so this is way a way for me to share. Um, newsletters and, and announcements of, like for the show, but my f- most main focus is just to meet other light workers and, and share this process with each other. So because I did it for so many years alone before social media, before the the internet, and so I love it. But it it can um, kind of suck you in to uh, all these these 
marketing ideas, and I found those are still pretty much the left brain system. And because I've pulled out of that left brain system, they're not going to work for me anyway, so why bother? And I spent more and more time getting really present in my heart. I had to do a lot of healing to get this heart open and really started to feel that, that love presence and, and that harmony in there. And as I brought more and more of my soul presence in and building the soul embodiment step, my magnetism started working for me. So my heart magnetism is drawing in what resonates and matches my soul vibration and purpose. And it's not something that I do externally anymore. It's something I do when I'm, you know, hiking in the woods in nature or I'm in meditation. I, I focus in on what I love. I visualize it, uh, and the magnetism starts to pulse and get stronger, and I basically just use my chakra channel as a receiver, and I've been able to uh, learn how to receive back. You know, we give so much out because of the time matrix, we couldn't receive back. So we're all out there, you know, slugging away and pushing and efforting because that was the way we had to, but we don't have to anymore. As we as we clear our chakra channel, as we get in our bodies, as we build our heart magnetism, you just pull in, you receive in. You're this, you know, it's called the Merkaba Taurus, and you're using the magnetic fields to spiral in, rotate in all that you need to support you in your life. It's a completely different way of manifesting and creating, and I... I'm still learning it. It's, we're all learning this now. It's, it's, you, we are leveling up to a whole new way of, uh, of supporting ourselves, taking care of ourselves, and manifesting what we need. And I do think those old 3D systems are, are just going to become obsolete pretty soon. Yes, and it seems like more and more people are not having much patience for it or tolerance. or It's almost like you can see it 100 yards away. Right. So our we're being more acute at our ability to see those old things that we really don't resonate with anymore. So I love it because you're really magnetizing to you your energy field. So that would be a really interesting process today for you to take us through to really um, build our field to magnetize that which we can bring towards us. But I just want to wrap up what you said there about the social media and that is really to use it in a powerful way, in service to the light, in service to reach those people. And I think it's key that we don't look at the numbers. We don't watch the numbers. Because um, it's comparison. And we so, suffer when we compare, yes. right? Yes. Yes. It's comparison. And, you know, what's, what I find really interesting is that in this old mindset, the 3D mindset, we could look at something, despite how many users you have over here, if you lose one person <laughs> or, or, or someone dislikes something somewhere, how just that one thing can really turn us all sideways. But that is the ego. And yes. so that, that's where we really have to be um, elevated or graduated from that lower realm to really play. So we're, we're, fortified against feeling those lower vibrations that the ego might sneak in on us. Yes, because when you are out there in the public, I, I get emails that are like crazy 
I mean, your glasses look stupid. You did it, and it's just like, what? Who would who would send these kinds of emails to a complete stranger? I, I, it blows my mind. Of course, that's not heart centered at all. That is complete left brain ego. And so this is also the, the kind of the, the negative side of social media and the internet is it, because you're not looking someone in the eye and having a, an authentic conversation, um, and you can just slam and move on, right? You just regurgitate all this nastiness and then you just move on and you've heard someone's feelings or I feel them almost like um, I call them energy bombs they're just like oh like these big attacks that just go boom right in and I'm like why would anyone be driven to do something like that to, to another person I, I, I can't comprehend it but it's happening and so I guess this is where we really learn to fortify our, our boundaries, you know, just have strong, a strong force field that when this stuff comes in, you're really in your zero point, you're neutral, you can just see, oh, okay, that's the shadow, I'm not going to give it any energy or attention and delete, you know, you just get rid of it. And this is where we aren't going to let that stuff harm us or hurt us because we've worked through all of our own core wounding, so we're no longer vulnerable to that kind of crap. But it's happening, and it somehow the internet has unleashed, you know, the shadow in everyone to just be spewed everywhere. And I personally think they should be ashamed of themselves that are behaving that way because, and it's very ignorant because you don't understand that what you send out comes back. So it's better to be in the heart, and if, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything, you know, let's just move on. Yes, it's very, very interesting. And, you know, it's sticky, which means it sticks around. It's always in that field. It's always yeah. somewhere. Even if you delete your comment, it's still there. So I think that's, um, it's, uh, it's a level of learning. It's, a, it's an evolution for it everyone. Is. It is. And, um, you know, if there's some people that do that, I mean, there's been times like in the past where, you know, a negative comment could literally put someone in a ball oh. in bed. Yeah. Um, so I guess all we have to do is say thanks for helping me clear that. Right. You right? just touched on a wound. It's like, ooh. ooh, ooh. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thanks for clarifying that because it does truly help. All right. <laughs> all right. So let's talk a little bit about um, this beautiful time that we are in and this, you know, here we've got some great opportunities cosmically. We've got a lot of solar activity that is actually kind of elevating our consciousness. So I guess prepare for downloads. I think that so far this year, there's been a lot of upgrades. It's a, it's a wonderful metaphor because out in the physical world, everything is upgrading. In my life, we've got machinery of all sorts, appliances, vacuum cleaners, furnaces, um, humidifiers, uh, cars, couple of cars, everything, um, yeah. business systems, a new CPA, right? Things are shifting. It's like what we're doing is we're upgrading, upgrading from yeah. the higher consciousness, right? Yeah. Everything is upgraded. I get chills on that one too. Yeah. And it does. It includes your electronics because you, your own electrical field is upgrading from all these surges of solar, solar flares, solar storms, plasma light. I mean, it's photon light and we're getting bombarded with this um, electrical current coming in and, and it's tough on the body but it is how we're converting from carbon based to crystalline based so the, the whole electrification of our DNA is turning on uh, our our soul blueprint you know it's turning on our, our galactic DNA but it is it is 
it's tough on the body to go through. We're getting today and tomorrow powerful CMEs uh, coming in. So solar waves are coming in right now. Um, they just kind of wipe me out. I, 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 I ache all over. I can't move. But I understand that this is important. That, you know, we just have to keep taking it in and, and grounding and, and supporting the body as we go through these. But it also, as you mentioned, it includes all of our electronics as well. So that would be your electrical system in the house, your business, your cars, your all your you know, your your laptops and phones and all of it. And so what I've been guided to do is maybe periodically, you know, every three to six months, I kind of just wrap my arms around all my electronics, you know, all my energy, you know, and I go, okay, upgrade time. You need to catch up because I am moving. And so it's just, woo, you can feel it just start to shift up. And then finally it hits, uh, matches you, hits a coherence, and you're good to go for the, another couple months, I guess, until more waves come in. But it, it's, um, we really have to be very present and paying attention and keeping up with it because it is now on, right? Right? It is just boom, boom, boom. And we are this month, I thought this month would kind of be a little bit of a, a relaxing month, maybe, you know, uh, a little bit of a lull before uh, the solstice comes in June. We've got two eclipses in July. I mean, it's just got 888 in August. I mean, it's just in, the, in a month, things are going to just go boom, boom, boom more. Uh, portals opening more, waves coming in. So it becomes, in a way, a lifestyle, right? We have to kind of just understand this is not letting up now. This is, this is the momentum is here. It is just going to keep coming till we reach some level uh, on the planet of uh, a critical, great critical mass. You just keep elevating and elevating frequency till we get to some, some kind of a, a majority that just spreads all around the planet. Right now we have these powerful sacred sites, these hot spots that are really vibrating. But our goal is to get this all around Gaia and everybody living on Gaia. So they're coming in, they're coming in strong. We have, as you mentioned this weekend, the Wiesak moon, this is the Buddha moon or the full flower moon. And this is, of course, um, you know, that that powerful midpoint uh, between spring and summer here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's, it's where it's a Scorpio new, um, full moon. So again, Scorpio is the sign of resurrection, right? You know, this is a sign of really deep transformation. And so I, I would work with that energy this week, you know, as we're going towards Saturday's full moon. It is um, it's very powerful. I'm really starting to sense its energy now uh, by just kind of locking onto it. And um, I think it's a theme of resurrection and a theme of transformation, which we were just talking about, literally transforming your cells and your DNA. Literally, we're going to the molecular level. I mean, it's incredible. And that's, um, think of it like you're reincarnating your body while you're alive. <laughs> It's fascinating. It really is. It's wonderful. And so I know there's this current. I feel the undercurrent. I sense the undercurrent. I hear from so many people who are really ready to, like, kick ass. That's not, like, in a negative sense, but it means, and maybe I need to find a new <laughs> word. It's like, really step into mastery. That's yeah. what it is. It's like to have this supreme confidence and just go for it and really be that new earth leader. So Meg, give us a 
process here or let's go through a little experience here where we can actually bring in more of this new earth template in our life. Okay, so for those who are new to my work, I work with Archangel Metatron and Metatron's Cube, Sacred Geometry. Uh, it's a template of creation in our universe, and it does so many things, but we're going to focus today on working with it where it opens up a, a vortex around your body and your aura, and this vortex we can use to remove energies out or bring energies in. We're going to do both. We're going to clear because we're just we're doing massive clearings right now. And then think of it like you're emptying your cup, you're clearing your cup, so then you can bring your soul presence in to fill your cup. And that's, that's basically what we're doing, you know, every day, step by step. Clearing our cup and bringing our soul in. And when we do that, everything changes. Then you're, it's called embodiment. Then you literally are seeing through the eyes of the soul, right? Your speak, the soul just speaks through you. It pulls you to where you need to be and what you need to be involved in. It, we're not going to the brain at all, right? We're not using the mind at all. We're using it, say, you want to call it your heart brain. And that is where the soul lives. The soul centers into the heart center, the center of your Merkaba Taurus, and it's, that's the home of your soul. By doing this, then, you think of it, you're, you're increasing your energy frequency. Your soul uh, spin momentum is so high. And so we're going from really slow, dense spin momentum of 7, 8 hertz, Blowing that out. Higher and higher and higher. And gamma starts around 20, 25 hertz. We're just going to keep going. So this is how we, in a sense, start to illuminate our body, illuminate our field. It's a, it's a complete conversion from physical particles of atoms that are dense to being, think of it like dancing particles of light. So that's the process we're going through. And when we do this, we, as I mentioned earlier, we start to build our magnetism. So wrapped around your chakras and your organs are the non-visible magnetic fields of your aura. And I can remember when I was when I was much younger and, and just had my my uh, spiritual awakening and I couldn't manifest for shit. <laughs> I was like. I'm like a starving student. Nothing's working. What the heck is going on? And I, they kept asking my higher self, okay, I, I'm missing a piece here. What, what, what happened to happen? And they kept telling me, you magnetize in what you carry inside you. And I would have said, like, you're empty inside, so you're just magnetizing for emptiness. You need to get in there, girl. I was like, oh, okay. All right, all right. That's what, that's what we're going to do. So just a real simplification. That's what we're doing. Which we get more of our soul in, that's what gets into your magnetic field and starts pulling. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, if you're not using your thinking mind, your magnetism pulls in what matches you and it makes everything easier. And you don't have to sit there and go, do I need this? Do I don't need this? If it's a match, it just starts pulling in at people, places, resources, everything. It's really pretty, pretty amazing. Okay. So to do this, let's go ahead and first, just, we need to come in. We need to get inside here. So if you can sit with your feet on the floor, we're going to use our feet as magnets to ground onto this beautiful crystalline grid, our 5D and higher grid. It's the ley lines and like think of it kind of like the acupuncture uh, etheric body of Gaia. We want to get on that. Okay, so let's just take a couple deep breaths. We're going to come in and use more of our hearts and our feeling body and our right brain. The right brain is your holographic brain. It is what you use to visualize. 
So imagine you're starting to step into your body. If you want, you can put your hand on your heart and your solar plexus, and you're just coming in, side into the breath, into the belly, into your core center. So here you go. You just kind of pull in, and then we're going to lock our feet, chakras, feet magnets, onto your path of light first. So there's a bit of layers here. So we're going on to everyone has their own ascension timeline, which is your path of light. So you can even make your command. I now ground and lock onto my ascension timeline. This is your soul's blueprint, code, all of it. You're, yeah, okay, everyone's starting to lock on. Then we're going to use our, our roots of light from our feet chakras to go down another layer and ground onto the crystalline global grid. And this is our grid of the 5D, new earth, and higher. It's actually becoming multidimensional. It's starting to become 12-dimensional, this magnificent grid. But you can just start now with getting onto the fifth dimensional light grid. And if there's any sacred site that you're drawn to, like I mentioned, I'm locked onto Mount Shasta's ley lines. You go to Glastonbury, if you go to Egypt, but anywhere you're drawn to, or you can just lock onto where you live. As we ground, we're setting up a sacred space to open this vortex. So let's call in spirit, call in Mother, Father, Source, call in your soul presence, call in your angels and guides. We're also going to bring in the nature spirits, the devas, and the elementals of air, fire, water, earth, and ether. So we can do the alchemy. And then finally, working with Archangel Metatron and his sacred geometry, Metatron's cubes is going to embed under your feet into your path of light, like you're standing on it in the center of it. And when you step onto it, you're giving it your light and your energy, and it starts to turn it on. And those 12 circles, so there's an outer ring of six, an inner ring of six. Those 12 circles rise up as pillars of light up and around the body, and they begin to rotate anti-clockwise, right to left. And here we go. We're just getting that spinning up faster and faster. It's a feminine vortex, so it's radiating your energy outwards. Your field is getting bigger. And as we go faster, it's unlocking time barriers and gravity and density. And here we go. We're opening it all the way out to the quantum level. All right, we got it. And this lets us come inside into the energy body, etheric body. It's made up of the chakra channel, runs right at the center of your body. Let's go start at the root, root chakra at your pelvic floor. Again, using the anti-clockwise spiral. We're gonna spiral up. This is your channel. This, of course, the, the time matrix shut this all down. And our chakras have been loaded with trauma and sludge and density, right? So think of it like as you're spiraling up your channel, your chakra pillar, you're cleaning your chakras. You're clearing them of all of that density, almost like Drano. We're, we're drilling up. We're opening the channel. So let's go up, spiraling up through all five, uh, seven physical chakras, opening them up, clearing out. The vortex will spin the energy out to source light. And then go past the crown. We're going into the five transpersonal chakras above the head. Keep clearing. And we get all the way up to the top. Whew, ooh, there we go. As we get up to this top 12th chakra, we're opening and accessing our higher self. This is what we lost. And so we're connecting to our God self, connecting to our higher self. We're also connecting to the abundant universe, to all, all that is. 
of the quantum field. Okay, there we go. I feel everyone connect. So we make this connection. I do kind of like a heart-to-heart -heart bond with my higher self. But whatever works for you. But we lost this connection, so we're rebonding. We're rebuilding it back. Now, as we get this connection, let's flip and come back down. So again, we're still, the vortex is still spinning around us anti-clockwise, but now we're going to direct it down. So we're bringing our higher self down in. Our soul is made of golden light and your sound waves, your frequencies, your tones. So imagine if you're looking upwards, you're this open receiver, breathing down and in. So light, so love, so presence coming down into the body, filling into all the chakras. We cleared our cup, so now we can fill in, take it all the way down to the root. Whew, there we go, dropping in. And then let's focus into the heart, because as we mentioned earlier, the heart chakra is our portal into the higher dimension. So let's fill this heart. Imagine it's like an upward-facing container, and you're just filling it with soul light, soul love, soul consciousness, soul code, soul blueprint, soul presence. And it's building, and it's building, it's becoming like a big golden sun there in the chest core center. Even beyond the body, like a cosmic heart. Ooh, there we go. And we want it to fill with love, fill with soul light, soul love. And it's overflowing the heart into the magnetic fields all around the heart. So you're updating your magnetic fields with soul frequency. Everything's energy. So you're making it match you, match your soul pulse and rhythm, your soul vibration. Okay, good. I felt that ripple out into the magnetic fields wrapped around the heart. And you might feel it pulsing stronger. It's getting, it's um, actually amplifying the soul, the soul vibration. It's amplifying, so it's getting stronger. And that's what we want. We want a really strong force field of our soul presence and our soul vibration. And it's interacting with the quantum field around the body. And it's interacting with your path of light right in front of you that your soul has coded with your soul blueprint. All opportunities are there for you. And so now you can start to visualize using, again, you're using your right brain, holographic brain, to visualize what it is that you need right now. So let's say you need some help with the job, or you need a new home, or you need health, or it's just, let's just take a moment. Everyone just kind of focus on what they want to put into their magnetic field with a vision, starting with the right brain, your intuitive psychic brain of what you need help with right now, what support you need. And as you get that clear sense, clear vision, start to imagine what it would be like to already be living it. So this is now where you're using your heart to feel into that vision of what that would feel like to already be in that reality, living that. So you're in your new home, or you have perfect health, or you're in a new relationship, or you're, you're earning money to provide for yourself. So just, yeah, toning into what it is you need 
or it could be spiritual where you're really starting to open up your third eye and psychic abilities and being able to talk to spirit and channel healing energies or channel new earth energies. Okay, you'll feel it. It's starting to get stronger. It's amplifying your vision combined with the heart's feeling of it pulses a strong attraction, a strong magnetic pull, and it begins to start to pull it inward. So let's just breathe in. I'm pulling in. I'm attracting in. I'm magnetizing in. All that matches my heart's desires, my visions, my purpose, my soul's joy, my mission, and you're pulling it to you from the quantum field, and it's starting to come onto your path with you. You're bypassing linear time. You're pulling it in from above, below, around you, just bringing it in. And it starts to populate in your aura. Nothing can materialize if it's not already coded in your aura. So you're starting to pull it in. I felt that. It was a good boost. came right in. And you're grounded. You're grounded to the grid. You're grounded to Gaia. And so you become the anchoring of this future outcome and the vortex is now drilling it in so it's making it earthbound it's spinning it in so it's taking hold inside you and in your aura and in this now and on your path and on the girth grid crystal grid spinning in spinning in and there's there's no limit whatever you visualize and feel and desire as long as it's for your highest good. That's the one thing I've noticed, that if you're using your heart engine as the magnetic attraction, it won't support egoic um, commands, right? It's coming right from your soul. <laughs> you can't really force that. <laughs> Yes, it's truth. It's authentic desire, soul desire. That's it. Whew. And we just did some personal magnetism, but you can also, as we were talking earlier, you can also use this to pull in more of our new earth, our loving, kind earth, our healthy earth, our benevolent earth, loving communities. However you visualize, let's do that for a second, just focusing on how we envision our new earth reality sweeping the planet. So let's just focus that, bring that into your heart where you're feeling it, you're living it, you're getting it in the magnetics. It's a world in unity consciousness, feel into that. Imagine what that looks like. You're living it. Ooh, okay, that's starting to pull in. And you're the anchor point. You're grounding it into the earth plane. And we're filling this collective field with all of our new earth visions and heart's desires. And this is what's replacing the collapsing matrix, replacing the shadow uh, system, the, the destructions, replacing all of that. Ooh, I felt that shoot out. 
Ooh, all around the planet. We are the ground troops. We're the new earth emissaries. We're the ones who are bringing this in. This is why we incarnated. And as that's starting to spin in, ground in, let's just anchor this in. Whew. So the vortex is spinning it, drilling it into the earth plane, into the collective, into our own heart, into our own field. Whew. It's very fast spinning in, grounding in, anchoring in. And as that takes hold, that completes our activations for today. And so it is. So it is. And so it is. Okay. We are fully here as New Earth Emissaries. Yes. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Oh, my pleasure. I really hope everyone is feeling that and can really use that to move forward, make tremendous progress, fully anchor into New Earth and bring it here. That's beautiful. Meg, I just applaud you because New Earth is really a vision that we all hold so vividly yeah. in our vision we dream of it we i mean i i feel like i'm in it and then i remember when i first stepped into the newer hologram this is about 2006 2007 i was looking around like uh there's nobody here <laughs> what are we doing here folks <laughs> and they're like oh no everyone's joining I'm like, okay cool and of course there's you know gazillions of us now in it <laughs> And so that unity consciousness, I know we still have a ways to go in so many levels, but just that vision of it yes. really does help. And so, so I'd really like to share, actually, I'd like to put a call out there for anybody who has skills in social media or skills in graphics. I've got some needs that I could be. There you go. Let's bring them in. Yes. Let's bring that in, right? And so it's really interesting to see that that we create that and we do it from that heart. Yeah. And I did just what you did. I just I just put the call out first, and then and then you just keep that energy moving in, and they'll pop in. It's pretty. It's it's a, a whole new way of bringing in what we need. You know, it's it's not efforting. But I did realize if I get busy or I'm traveling or, or distracted or whatever and I'm not doing this process, let's say at least like once a week, you know, it just dries up. So think of it like you're the center of your universe and you are bringing in all that you need. And if you don't do that, it has no instruction, right? It has no direction from you. And so it just kind of flatlines. So in a way, we have to keep this flow coming in ourselves. Well, I think that's the most important meeting of the day. Yeah. Uh, is this meeting with ourselves to do this, to use this powerful tool and yeah. really magnetize what we wish yeah. to bring in. You've yeah. done it and it works. It really, it really works. works. Because we're embodied. It's a soul alignment. And the soul does provide for us if we get out of our own way. Mm -hmm. That really means the ego just provides. Yep. <laughs> And trust your soul is only going to bring you what you need. It's um, Our soul isn't going to uh, sabotage us. Our soul wants us to be successful. So our soul will pull in what we need. And, and, and once you can just kind of get past that egoic control, right, you know, and just, okay, I can trust. My soul's going to bring what we need. And then it just opens up. Yes. 
Beautiful. All right, everyone. So we really hope you use that tool. I've got some questions here that I want to get to before we say goodbye. Um, the, okay, so here is Liza, and Liza says, I'm a double Scorpio. Do full moons in Scorpio, like the one that is coming on the 18th, affect me more intensely? I've been intense and emotional all of my life and still learning how to feel all my feelings without judgment. How should uh, I prepare myself? I do think when we have a full moon in our sign, we're going to feel it, especially if you're sensitive. You know, it's... it's um well, it's your day, you know, it's like, it's, it's, uh, full moons are interesting because they are a conclusion, right? They're kind of a completion, they're, uh, um, a review, and, but they're also, uh, like a reset point. So if you notice when you're in a full moon of your own signs, like, like Liza mentioned, certain things kind of getting triggered or coming up, that means it's ready for, healing and completion so you can do a reset and start fresh without that issue and that's really what we're doing we're getting i call it internal health cleaning right we're getting in and we're cleaning up all this stuff and it's that's life it's this life like it's a lot uh, so we have to stick with it but i i love having a full moon in my sign i think it's a really powerful reset point and it's it's an opportunity to really quantum leap up like really upgrade so instead of trying to kind of avoid or push it away or whatever's getting triggered see if you can just sit with it and 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 have a connection to whatever that emotion is or that feeling is or if it's trauma or if it's fear or, or anything like that uh, you can use the violet light bringing in the violet light of forgiveness and mercy if you feel like there's been shame or, or guilt or any of that involved in it and and transmute it so it's no longer held in your field and it's not uh, slowing you down. It's not holding you back. You're literally liberating yourself from it. And the full moon is excellent to do that. <laughs> All right. So get naked and dance out. Right. Of Dive into a girl. <laughs> and uh, happy full moon, Scorpios. Okay. Yes. Not just Scorpios, but everybody, really. Yeah. Right. And it's just a beautiful, I mean, just the, the divine dispensation during this time, you know, when Buddha's the Wiesach moon. That's just quite exquisite. So it's really good. All yes. right. So happy upgrading everyone. Okay. <laughs> um, here is a question. I don't have a name, but this is interesting. And we spoke a little bit about it. Could you speak to the burning of Notre Dame in light of it having been built while the church was committing genocide against the Cathars in huh. the south of France, more than 500,000 people. That's just, that was such a tragic genocide and I work with so many clients who had a life as a Cathar. I mean it was a lot of light workers were part of that community because they were uh, you know they were the carrying the uh, Mary Jesus teachings through the through the centuries. I think that um you know, I use, I, I have a lot of fire energy. I have three plants in Leo. I mean, I use fire as a purification tool. And so it felt like it was uh, an intentional purification of that genocide, of that history, of that trauma. Uh, I've seen people 
posting that they're thinking it's, you know, the cabal or deep state or all that, I have to just say I kind of stay away from a lot of that because you start getting into that virtual reality paranoia again. Um, I just relate to it in a positive way. And to me, the positive uh, outcome is it went in and kind of burned that infrastructure of that shadow regime. You know, it really just uh, what survived, you know, the Joan of Arc statue survived, you know, there's certain things that survived, but it just felt like that whole infrastructure of the church just melted in a, in a way that's what we want to see. It's in a sense an emblematic of the time matrix melting too. It's the loss of control of uh, an enslavement program and a persecution program. So I think it in the long run is really positive. Yes. It's interesting. So thanks for sharing on that. Okay. All right. Well, Meg, we have something new that we're going to be doing and coming up on June 1st, we are doing a mastery empowerment course with you. Oh, yes. Yes. These are courses for new earth and it's just really to take us into a deeper level. So we're going to join online over a Zoom video like this. That uh, Mastery Empowerment course is available on our show page for today at AcousticHealth.com. And we invite everyone to join us for that because you create such beautiful presentations. Oh, thanks. And it helps us to really go deep and to really be immersed into this topic, into soul embodiment, mm-hmm. and to answer a lot of questions in that, too. So we mm-hmm. invite everyone to check that out. Did you want to add any other things about that? It will be kind of a combo of, um, I'll put together some kind of a PowerPoint slide. I haven't worked on it yet. I'm still kind of mulling over what what, what spirit wants to bring through. But it, So there will be some visuals. There will be some, some training material. Um, but then there will be uh, activations, just like we did, and focusing in on this whole process that we're doing. It, I mean, it, we did a short version of that today, but it's um, working, of course, with the with the soul DNA, working with the blueprint, working with your soul lineage. This is more of your, let's say, your Akashic records, and, and so it's getting into all the pieces that need to be activated so you are embodying on all these dimensional levels and doing what we call that soul retrieval process, right? Bringing in all the aspects of you from other timelines that are masters at certain uh, uh, skills and knowledge and gifts. It's just, this is kind of the, the uh, that's to me what, you know, unity consciousness really is, right? Pulling all of you back inside into oneness inside you. So we'll, we'll do some, some, uh, discussion training material. I'll take, definitely take questions and then we'll do some activations to help with it too. Beautiful. I can't wait for that. So that's wonderful. And of course, it will be recorded if, if yeah. people cannot join us live. Yeah. And that is a powerful tool that people can use whenever they wish and they can download all of it. Okay. Yeah. And so then um, there's also an introduction to the quantum access tool that you have created, and that's available in our special offer. So I want to give you just a quick moment to share more on really how people can work with that, because it can really lead them on their path in such a huge, significant way. 
So this is this is drawing from 20 plus years that I've been doing this process when I had my awakening in 94. Um, started very basic, you know, it was basically Metatron saying, you know, just draw a circle with 12 points and get in, in the center of it and spin. And that's kind of how we started. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And so over all the 25 years now, my goodness, um, been able to see how all these different pieces are creating this process. And this is actually once I began to open up my own capacity to tap into um, outside of time, like let's say time travel and drop into other incarnations. I saw that one of my uh, incarnations was in the ancient Egyptian mystery schools and all of this was being mastered there. So this is ancient knowledge. This is, this is pre earth, you know, this, this is universal uh, uh, understanding of how creation works. And once we get kind of the pieces of that, and we can apply it to ourselves, which we're doing, and then we apply it to our planet, which is what we're doing. So what this uh, this uh, package I put together is um, I taught this course in February. It's a it's a three module course. It is it is getting a better understanding of the technology of alchemy based to the mystery schools and working with Archangel Metatron and his his sacred geometry. And it and we we go through the protocols and the activations, so you have them to apply anytime you need to in in your own process. And so, uh, some of the uh, I just have some bullet points here. Some of what were what the protocols in, are included, um, how to awaken from this global matrix simulation. This is the holographic virtual reality that we're getting a little trouble with here. So cleaning that out how to increase your energy frequency and, and metabolize light. We're literally moving from living on very dense energy to light. Okay, that's a big deal. That's that's part of what we're, we're converting within our cellular makeup right now. How to cut cords, energy leaks, you know, how to clear density and trauma, just as we did a real quick clearing of your chakras. But there's core wounds in there, and they could be from past life and this life. So working on the core wounding, healing the heartbreak from being in a, an enslavement a matrix that's really quite painful to be in, and also clearing ancestral lineage patterns. This is where we're working on our birth family lineage of because all that gets passed down to us. So clearing, debilitating, uh, programming and consciousness, kind of think like you're, you're wiping software out of your system. We have to clean, clean that out um, so that we can activate our galactic lineage. We're replacing the human uh, reptilian hybrid lineage that we've been living in for quite a while and replacing it with our galactic lineage. There's also just kind of um, basic energy protocols, how to set up protective boundaries. I think at some point we won't even need the word protective because we'll be living in unity consciousness fully, but we're not 100% there yet. So while this kind of battle's going on between light and dark in the astral plane, it's good to have some personal boundaries. Um, strengthening your personal discernment, we need to be able to determine what is actually authentic what is a complete virtual reality. So you tune in and just pay attention to what you are energized with, what gives you, you know, the warm fuzzies. That means it actually is a coherent match. And so learning discernment. And then, of course, soul embodiment. That's, that's the goal, really, is soul embodiment so that we are um, up-leveling and, and ascending into living as divine humans. That's our goal. 
So this course helps with all of this. <laughs> Thank you for that. It really is powerful. I know many people who have gone through it and they just speak volumes of it because oh, great. it helped clear them and make them, I like to use the word crystal clear. Yes. It really does clear them out so that we can really get down to that work that we're here to do. And as I was mentioning earlier, we're, we're all feeling it. And this year seems to have such a pace to it. It's a huge pace. Yeah, it really picked up. It really has picked up. So, my goodness, let's uh, fast forward to 2020. I can't believe it. It's here in the blink of an eye. It's already there. I want my flying car. We have to create that or we have to, you know, bring that into a new earth existence. Free energy. Are you excited? What are you feeling? Well, 2020 is definitely kind of the start of Ascension Astrology. It's it's hitting into Capricorn with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, and it's there's so much planned for 2020 to 2022. So good three years of breaking down the old systems. This is why you can observe what's happening out there, but try not to get emotionally involved in it because you're going to see stuff break down. And we're already seeing in the U.S. our government is breaking down. So it's it's going to continue. Um, it may be really dysfunctional for a bit, you know, in a way the, the it has to kind of go to void so we can get in there and begin to replace it with the, the new systems. So it's, it's, um, it's going to really pick up in the next three years, uh, a lot of change. And I just think there's this growing wave of people really um, allowing compassion now to be in their hearts where maybe they didn't before. But I think this is growing as we're seeing so much devastation. And, and, and I don't think we're going to tolerate it anymore. I think it's just going to be like, okay, we're done with all this. And create this, um, you know, when, when you have catastrophes, um, you have climate, weather, you know, devastation, it pulls us together and we unite and we help each other out. Because I think the majority of us really do care about each other and we're going to help each other through it. It's a bonding experience. As we go through this and use these tools that are so helpful and so um, abundant for us, and they really do yeah. work, they are powerful. And it's, I think, what from now to 20, uh, let's see, the first real big one's coming January. I think it's January 20th, 2020. Um, we're, we're being, our teams are preparing us. You know, they're, they're helping us. I just, you know, moved into a new home. They're helping us locate, and like you said, upgrading, just getting all our ducks in a row, right? Getting everything in order as much as we can, getting prepared, getting stabilized, so that you then are a a newer emissary. You are stabilizing the grid and the field as this changeover happens. So I think that's part of why we're here in the physical during this time. Yes, we are all New Earth emissaries. Every single heart who is watching this or listening yeah. to yeah. this came here with that purpose. Absolutely. And, and our love is absolutely doing it. So be gentle on ourselves and not compare ourselves with the journeys of others, but know within our hearts 
that we are making this journey. And when I was in Peru for December 21st, 2012, I was kind of sad to have that love fest, like what you felt in Glastonbury or uh, Avalon where you were just in this love bliss. It's beautiful. But what we do know is that this is a choice that happens one heart at a time. And so I just want to honor everyone who is watching this program or listening to it for your journey of light, because it is important. Your love matters mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their unique piece that con- they're contributing. We need everyone up and running. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Getting up and running. Let's go, everyone. <laughs> I want to give you a big hug. And I oh, want to thank, thank you. you. This has been so beautiful. Many people were feeling just such a great heart opening, heart radiating, radiating out of the body on that. Beautiful. Good. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Lorenzo, for putting on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Thank you. Namaste, Meg. Until next time. All right, and I'm going to put up a quick slide here that shows Meg's special offer, and please check it out if you are interested in learning how to work more with this beautiful process, the quantum access. All right, everyone, now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibrations, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.